Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by thecontractvault.com. With over 80 contracts and counting, the Contract Vault is your all-access pass to industry-specific contract templates. These contracts are drafted specifically for online business owners. I've been there. I have Googled different contracts, but I was let down because those contracts aren't reliable for online business owners. They're used for manufacturing purposes and brick and mortar purposes. You're an online business owner. You need specific contracts to your online business. So that's exactly what the contract vault has done. Not only do they provide you with the contract templates you can use, but there's also a Facebook group where Andrea goes live every single month teaching you the law. So you're not only just getting the contracts, you're learning the law and being empowered to stay out of legal trouble because you know what the law is. That's what happens with most business owners. They don't get in trouble because they mean to do something that gets them in trouble. They just don't know what the law is. So with a contract vault, it's essentially your business legal school. And as being a loyal listener of the Legalpreneur podcast, just use promo code podcast and save 50% off of your first month. I'm excited about this. I hope you're excited because you're saving 50% off your first month and you get the contracts and you get the Facebook group. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. Use promo code podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I hope you guys had an amazing Labor Day. I hope you took some time off. I took the day off yesterday. I had my whole team take off yesterday because we need rest. And I know as entrepreneurs, we can get so caught up in just grinding it out. And I love Gary Vee, don't get me wrong, but I am no longer part of the hustle, hustle, hustle culture. I actually go through spurts. Like there will be probably weeks at a time where I'll put the kids to bed or me and my husband will put the kids to bed. And then I work until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, because there's, you know, probably something new that I'm working on. It's like, okay, I'm very passionate about this right now. So I am going to, you know, keep working on this. And then there will be times where it's like, I am not working a minute past four o'clock, I am (laughs) going to get my kids and then hanging out with my kids and my husband, because that's what I want to do. I don't feel like working. So I go through spurts. And right now, I've been kind of in the rest mode, because I'm getting ready to ramp up for a really big project, kind of building onto the contract vault. But anyways, I hope you guys had a day of rest yesterday on Labor Day. Because if not, you will get burned out. Anyway, so today's episode is about when do you need certain legal protections? Because if you typically go to an attorney. I know, and I'm guilty of this as well. It's like, look, you need everything done as soon as possible. Like, don't wait a second. You got to get this done. But I'm going to get really real with you in this episode because I totally understand money is an issue. So knowing that money is an issue, I really want to lay it out for you to know when exactly do you truly need certain business protections. Because quite frankly, you can kind of, 
I mean, you can skimp here and here, but there are things that absolutely have to be taken care of as soon as possible because if not, well, then it could come back to bite you later on. So I'm going to really talk about four areas of legal protection and when you need those protections in your business. So first things first, intellectual property. Now, I don't think you really need to get all of these filings done at the beginning of your business. If you have the money, absolutely get it done. But the entrepreneurs that I'm working with, they're on a budget. Typically, it's a side hustle or they're just getting started full time or it's something new. So I know money isn't, you know, running wild with them. So I try to save my clients as much money as possible. So when it comes to intellectual property, when trademarks are a concern, the very first thing you need to do when deciding on a product name or a business name, the first thing you need to do is the trademark search because let's say you really start moving forward and you build everything, you do the marketing, you're getting ready and you're spending all your time and money on growing this brand that has this name that you picked out. But then you find out, hey, you're infringing on somebody else's trademark. So then you have to start all over and go back to the drawing board. So I think in my opinion, and I know if you go to different attorneys, they probably have their own opinions, but in my opinion, you need to do a trademark search before anything else, because you if you're going to be running wild with this idea and really going all in, you have to make sure that you're clear to use that name and you're not going to be infringing on anybody else. So let, okay, let's, let me illustrate this for you. Let's say you choose a name you launch your business and you've spent all this money on marketing and creating buzz around the business. You spent all this time doing these things. And of course we all hope we, you know, create a million dollar business overnight. Rarely does it happen, but let's say, you know, you launch and pretty quickly you start making good money. Like, this is awesome. Like, yeah, this is amazing. Well, what happens when you get a cease and desist letter? And they want to sue you and they want everything that you've made. And let me tell you, this isn't uncommon. This happens quite a bit because a lot of business owners don't do the work they need to do up front in order to make sure they're protected. So what happens is you get that cease and desist letter and you've made this money. Let's say you've made a hundred thousand dollars in just a couple of months. Well, they can send you a cease and desist letter. And you can say, okay, I've stopped, you know, I'll change the name. Da, da, da. What if they say, no, we want damages. We want the money that you've cost us or that you've made during this period. Well, if they want to sue you and they get that judgment, well, guess what? That hundred thousand dollars you just made, it, it's gone. You have to pay them that money. So not only are you out that money, you now have to go back to the drawing board, find the name that's going to work and start over from there. So when I say the very first thing you need to do is a trademark search, I mean it. And that's why. And I'll, and as I go through these other areas, I'll explain why I, you know, why as well about all those other things, but the trademark search has to be done first before you can really run wild with your ideas. Now I keep saying a trademark search. If money is truly an issue and you can't afford the trademark application, you don't necessarily need 
the application up front as long as you've done the trademark search because the trademark search is the most important step in the trademark process. The search is done with the trademark attorney. We know how to make sure that you have the rights you think you have. And basically, once we do the search, you're good to go. Now, we do say, look, if you don't want to file, well, then somebody else can come along and file and you do still have priority, but just know it's going to cost you some more money if you want to fight it. So it is advantageous to file as soon as getting the search completed. But if you don't truly have the money, then I get it. But the search, absolutely number one. Now, number two is creating a business entity. I've been a big proponent of saying, hey, this business entity has to be done number one. But a lot of people like to have the name of their business entity as the name of, you know, whatever they're going to file the trademark for. That doesn't have to be the case. A business entity, and when I say entity, I am typically referring to an LLC, a limited liability company. If you don't know the ins and outs about that, go back and listen to episode number three about LLCs. Very important episode. But basically, you do need that LLC protection as soon as possible. But I don't think if you want to name your entity the same name as your overall brand name for the initial trademark you're going to be getting, then the search, the trademark search needs to be done first. Now, the entity filing the LLC would be next. And that's making sure you as an individual are not personally responsible for the debts of your company. So you have to remember, you have to keep you as an individual separate from you as a company. And that is done by creating an LLC. LLCs and trademarks, they are different. Even though as an LLC, when you file with your state, they do search other names within the state. But go back a few episodes ago, listen to the episode about LLCs versus trademarks, and you'll learn why they're not the same and you need to be concerned with both. Now, along with your business entity, another thing you want to worry about is insurance, business insurance. Now, for a lot of my clients, they're online entrepreneurs. They're not doing any crazy construction or manufacturing or anything very high risk. So your business insurance is not going to cost a lot. It is not going to be, you know, thousands of dollars a year. I think for legalpreneur, our yearly business insurance is like $300. So it's definitely affordable. You can pay monthly and that's through Hiscox. And I'll actually link in the show notes where you can go get a quote. I do get a small commission from that if you do just get a quote from them, but that's who I personally use and they're great. It's just another layer of protection that you need to have to make sure that your business is legally aligned and legally sound. So all of these things, it's not like, okay, one is going to protect you more than the other. No, it's a comprehensive approach to protecting your business. So all of these things need to be done, but there may be some things that, you know, can be dealt with sooner rather than later that need to be dealt with sooner rather than later. So number four is contracts. Now, even though I, I talk about this fourth it may come up sooner than later. But with contracts, you need to absolutely have your contract for your customers. But if you start getting ready to launch your business, well, then you don't have clients and you don't need to have anybody sign anything. And 
when you're working with other people to help you launch your business, let's say you have a website designer or a logo designer, whoever is helping you launch your business, hopefully they are providing you with a contract. So that's the only reason why I have contracts is number four. You absolutely need to have a contract, whether that be your terms and conditions on your website or a written contract with your clients. You absolutely need to have contracts in place when you're working with clients. But typically, if you're working with other parties, independent contractors, they will have a contract for you to sign. You typically don't need to worry about that. If they don't have a contract, well, then you probably need to consider like, hey, why don't you have a contract, dude? Like we're doing business together. (laughs) You need to get a contract. And I've talked about this before. Like these days when I'm working with some, when I'm hiring somebody for, you know, a project, they need to have their own contract. If not, I'm not going to take them seriously and I'm not going to treat them as a real business owner because real business owners have all these protections in place. So Even though I have mentioned contracts last, don't think of this as, oh, contracts are a later priority. When you're getting ready to launch your company, there are so many legal things that have to happen that it just so happens that your contract with your clients comes after intellectual property. It comes after business insurance. It comes after the business entity. So don't think at all that contracts are not a priority. I'm a huge proponent of contracts just like I have created the contract vault, I have created the resource to be able to reach even more business owners for contracts. So hopefully this gives you a good guide of what you need to be worrying about first in your business. I know I said intellectual property, but really it's the trademark search. When it comes to copyrights, this is something that can be handled down the road because you do have copyright protection the moment it's created. I've done an episode about that. Go check it out. And then patents. If you, these are inventions. I do not handle patents. Go listen to my episode with Diana Medeiros. She can, t- she can chat with you about patents all day long. Now, you do want to go to a patent attorney before launching, but, and that's also in the pre launch phase. Hopefully, hopefully you haven't really launched, but chat with a patent attorney as soon as possible because even if you have launched, there may be ways to still get patent protection. So there's my little spiel about (laughs) the top four business protections and when you actually need to do all of them. Let me know if you have any questions. I hope this gives a good explanation of when you need what. And make sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, Tag me in the stories and tell me what have you done? Have you done the trademark search? Do you have contracts in your business? Do you have business insurance? Do you have a business entity? Do you have an LLC? Let me know. I want to hear. I really, I seriously want to hear from you, the audience. I want to know what protection you currently have. And while we're at it, drop me some questions. Like say, hey, can you cover this on the podcast? I would love to hear from you guys and hear how I can better serve you guys. So don't be a stranger. Don't be afraid to reach out. And don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. Alrighty. Have a great week. See ya. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. And it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.